I got you a present. That's the Earth, the Moon, and Mars. And the string is me making my way back to you. So just remember, the further away I get, I'm actually getting closer to being back to you. What am I looking at? This looks amazing! Let's start the show! Oh, my friends, welcome to Cord Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. Hey, I'm Brian Brushwood. But most importantly, that was a piano that suddenly went to the moon. Uh, Bryce, can yes. you help me out here? Sure. That's the a first <laughs> piano on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new series coming to Netflix called Away, starring Hilary Swank. It's about a woman who uh, is a part of a group going on the first manned mission to Mars and will be away from her husband and kids for three years. And then drama happens. Apparently, one of the executive producers worked on <laughs> Friday Night Lights. So uh, lots of drama to, to be sure. Coming to Netflix September 4th. I want to put a moratorium after this. This show can use it, but that song, no more. I've, it's been in enough trailers. I'm done. Too much Claire de Lune, says Tom. Yeah, no more Claire de Lune after this one. I don't know. No, everybody's, if no one else. You don't know Claire de Lune? Brian's like, I don't hear music. Hey, you know who does love music? Our guest, Lamar Wilson. Welcome back to the show. Well, hello. I love music so much. I'm wearing my not sponsored Apple Power Beats Pros. Available right now in the Apple Store. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, it's good to see you. Thank you for having me. With referral code. Yeah, man. It's good to have you back. You know I love this show. So we... Oh, man, we love having you on this show. Uh, and in fact, uh, we got lots of Disney news, Warner Media, NBC Universal. All this stuff bears on your cord cutting life. Let's start with the primary target. I'm going to tell you a lot of things that are important about Disney that they announced regarding streaming, but really the last one is the one that we're probably going to talk about the most. So uh, Disney announced that Disney Plus now has more than 60.5 million paying subscribers. That's high up five. from 57.5 million in its earnings. Oh, high five indeed. Uh, that so so in their earnings report they said 57.5 million, but then they big timed themselves and were like, oh, but since we may filed the earnings report, we're up to 60.5 million. Uh, ESPN Plus has grown more than 100 percent to 8.5 million. Hulu grew 27 percent to 35.5 million. 3.4 million pay for Hulu Plus Live TV. Disney also announced it will launch a streaming service under its international brand, Star. This will happen outside the United States. Star will include programming from ABC, FX, Freeform, Searchlight, and 20th Century Studios. It will not license content from outside the company. So Hulu uh, still might have some global ambition. They're, they're keeping that close to the vest, but Hulu licenses in other stuff that Disney doesn't make. Star will just be for the rest of the world, all the stuff that isn't in Disney Plus that Disney makes. Uh, Disney also renamed some of its TV studios. 20th Century Fox Television becomes 20th Television. ABC Studios and ABC Signature are merging to become just ABC Signature. And Fox 21 Television becomes Touchstone Television. So if those names mean anything to you, they're going to change. Keep an eye on that. But here, here's the news. Disney announced Tuesday, right after Cord Killers, the jerks, <laughs> that the live action movie Mulan will premiere on Disney Plus September 4th 
for an additional fee. So you already have to pay for Disney Plus, then pay another 30 bucks, and you'll have access to Mulan as of September 4th for as long as you remain a Disney Plus subscriber and you're in a region with Disney Plus uh, and you can watch it. If you are in a region that does not have Disney Plus, they do plan to put Mulan in theaters there. Am I understanding this part right where it's like you don't even own it? Where it's like you can only see it Correct. as long as you have Disney Plus. You're paying $30 to add it to Disney Plus until such time as Disney just adds it to Disney Plus. I mean, at, at a certain point, probably three or four months down the road, yeah, they'll make Mulan part of Disney Plus for everybody. Yeah. yeah, there's a precedent set for this with ESPN Plus for uh you know fights you know the the the, the usc fights or whatever where you pay the five bucks a month that's true and you pay what yeah 30 bucks it's kind of like a pay-per-view yeah. type of type of thing but with mulan which is which is weird because it's like you said it's going to eventually be on disney plus anyway so i it, it's a hard sell for me because they, they also are bypassing the apple tv store the excuse me itunes store the amazon's store everybody's store voodoo they're they're kind of bypassing that and and charging a premium for what like Scoop charged and trolls. This is a really interesting play. I, I'm not what, sure what it, what it, they're it, planning it, here. It, it, it's double weird because as a parent, like thirty bucks, like that's a bargain. Like like a full for evening a parent, for yes. all five of of our family to gather yeah. around and see for a brand as many new times movie. as you want, right? Yeah. yeah. You won't you won't yeah. be limited. Like oh, I paid thirty dollars to rent it. I had to finish it in forty eight hours, and now if I want. Again, I got to pay again. No, you're paying $30 and you can watch it as many times as you want for as long as you're a Disney Plus subscriber, right? It's if you approach these things the way I try to approach them myself, which is the price I have to pay to get the thing and how much I want the thing. I think especially if you're in a, a multi-person household, two people, it's like, well, I'd, I'd pay more than 30 bucks to see this in the theater. So, and I'll yeah. get to watch it more than once. Done deal. But it, but that's not how people approach stuff. They approach it as like, but I'm already paying for Disney Plus. Do I want to pay extra for just this one movie? Because if you think about it like that, it sounds like a horrible deal. Well, yeah, it's it's pay per view all over again. I mean, it's, it's coming, it's it's coming back. It's interesting. I love that comparison. Do, I actually don't know. Do you get to watch the fight on demand after the fight is over? Not that people probably would do that that I often. I don't. But. Do you? I've never. I never subscribed to once. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't either. Do but that. it is like Mulan demand. <laughs> Mulan demand. <laughs> okay, well, we got a title. So, so, All right. so let, let's uh, <laughs> let's make the rounds real quick. Uh, I'm the only one with kids, so to me, it's sort of a slam dunk. Thirty dollars to get uh, all my five, uh, my three children, my wife, and all that stuff. All of us gathered around, like that's a slam dunk. But for you three, how does this land? For me, this is a pass uh, until it. Be it's on Disney plus for no cause. I, I have no motivation to want to see uh, Mulan day one. Simple as that. Bryce. Uh, I am in a similar boat. I have Dis I have Disney plus solely for my parents because my parents want it and for their, their grandkids. So I might have a conversation with them if they, but I don't, I don't think of this as like a kid's movie, right? We're talking about a one-year-old and oh, a no, it's, it's an all ages movie. A live action Mulan might, might be, might be on, might be, you know, the kids might want to see it. 
Uh, okay, uh, well, then it's it's a conversation amongst them because if it's a yeah, thing where the right. where they will get something out of it and I wouldn't mind watching it, then I think we can. Well, then I think that's fine. But if it's just me by myself, I wouldn't even have Disney Plus. Tom, we will angrily pay the thirty dollars. Uh, <laughs> the reason, <laughs> which by the way, angrily paying for approximately the fifteen dollars you would normally pay to go to the movie right. theaters. No, no, but that's the thing, right? Is we wouldn't have had to pay to see it because we are we had an invite to a media screening right oh i know poor tom and eileen had an in, we had an invite to a media screening 3 days after lockdown so we were ready to go see it for nothing and then lockdown that, actually, happened yeah. they canceled the media screening so yeah um but you know what uh in all honesty forget the part about having like media access uh, I think, I think $30 for the two of us to watch it. And we would want to watch it, uh, you know, as early as possible. Um, I think that's fair. I think it's fine. The part that I think is totally fair is the $30. I don't know that the lack of ownership is fair. Like, um, but you get unlimited mm -hmm. watches. So it's like no ownership, but you're, you get more access than you would from a normal rental. And remember trolls world tour was a rental. For like twenty bucks, yeah. So yeah, but so, twenty five. You certainly you get more it. access than you would from seeing it in the theater. So once you jump in, you've got it for six months, and then it becomes part of the library, and it's just all the all the watching you want. I mean, to do. you still have it even after that. Yeah. Yeah. So once you have it, as long as you keep your Disney Plus membership, you've got access to it from then on. Yeah. yeah no, my my guess... issue if the, if this. If this was Black Widow, there'd be there'd be no question. You, you, Brian, you asked me that question. Instant, instant thirty bucks, I'll watch it. But uh, Mulan is just not a property that I'm that into to want yeah. to pay that. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that's, sure. That, that, no, I, I think that. that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. So this, I mean, honestly, I think this is what's what it's going to be. Is people who weren't going to go see Mulan in the theater are not going to pay, which Disney knows that. Uh, and I think a lot of people that would see it in the theater or even a few like Brian, I don't know if you would have gone to see it in the theater, but you'll probably pay $30. So all the kids can watch it. Right. Like I think they'll make less on it this way. I'm just curious why they just didn't do it as a rental. Why they tied well, it into Disney plus. Cause, cause yeah. I feel like the people who would, who would pay the 30 bucks are already Disney Plus subscribers. I don't know that they're going to add a lot of Disney Plus subscribers this way. Maybe I'm wrong. I think there's something haunted about any number greater than 30. And and, and I think they know that. Uh, it's like, uh, mm. I, I think they know that they could get more than 30 bucks out of everybody uh, for families, especially with multiple kids and all that stuff. But I also think that uh, previous experiments have shown that, that you dare not cross that $30. Threshold. But then why not just rent it out to everybody for 30? Why require the Disney plus subscription? Yeah. Um, that's my question. Like, like, why are they bypassing all these traditional digital stores? Why is iTunes store? Like I mentioned before, or Amazon or voodoo. Why, why are those being bypassed? Are they setting a precedent for bypassing those, those stores now uh, for the, for all their other things? Cause that's what people are used to if either renting or owning. If I were to I'm guess, there. I would say it's because they want to. They Have want more money? to. They, no, no, no. <laughs> they, they, they want to extract um, this experience from the concept of ownership. 
So it's like, uh, because the, and, and again, that's, that's the very, very, but renting thing. isn't ownership either. Right. If I, if you rented it out on iTunes, Google play, I still wouldn't own it. Do you think it's because a good portion, they, do you think they expect a good portion of the Disney plus paying subscription audience now has never bought or rented a movie before and maybe doesn't have the accounts or don't mm -hmm. like this is reducing a barrier to entry for those people. Maybe that that's a good point is they may look at the the books and say, well, we got 60.5 million people to pitch the $30 rental to 60.5 million people may not be comfortable renting from iTunes, Google play, et cetera. Maybe that's it or buying or whatever. Yeah. And so instead yeah. uh, the question just simply becomes, do you want to see it? Yes. No. Beatmaster says rental is cheaper on iTunes. Normally. Yes. But not for these lately. The, these these first run movies that have never been in theaters, they have been renting them at these kind of prices. Granted, 30 is one of the highest ones, but they've been renting them for $20 because it's, oh, well, you don't have to go to the theater. So, yeah. Yeah. For, never trust a rental over $30. For what it is, I, I, I got to tell you, I, th I think $30 is the right price. And, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, hmm. uh, I, 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 yeah, well, I don't have any. I am not hung up on the price at all. Like the price is cheaper than two people or more go into the theater. And right. I think that's really who they're targeting. Uh, I think the, the Disney premium brings it from $20 to $30. Like all of the other movies that we've seen out there that are available first run have been 10, 15, $20. So Disney's like, Hey, but we're Disney. So 30 makes sense. Uh, yeah, that but, does, but, I don't but, get but hung cool. up on that at all. I just, I just get hung up on why, you also have to pay the seven dollars a month to have Disney Plus as well. Yeah, and I, I just yeah, I, I'm I'm really curious about the ownership thing too because with Scoop, you mentioned this earlier. It was twenty bucks to rent, then you it's done in forty eight hours, and then but for gone, five bucks yeah. more, you could but five bucks more you could buy it and you still own it. I still own it. It's still it's still in my iTunes and movies uh -huh. anywhere across all all my devices. So that's for thirty bucks. I kind of expect that, and maybe it can also live in my my Disney plus library. You see what I'm saying? So like you're only get, yeah, you're getting yeah. a, a lesser experience for a premium price. And I think I mean, that's where my hesitation is. It's a, it is a lesser experience, but effectively, if you're going to stay a Disney plus subscriber anyway, it's almost the same. Cause even though it's not in your movies, anywhere library, Disney plus is available cross platform. So, and you're going to keep access to it. It's just weird, right though? Cause it's not yeah, quite the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Anyway, uh, well, there you go. Uh, let us know. Are you going to pay 30 bucks for Mulan? Cordkillers at gmail.com. Uh, we require well less than $30 for a lot better entertainment. Yes. <laughs> Technically, our number is zero. But as far as what we require, but what we would love is if you guys would give us just a buck an episode, man, uh, less than the cost of a cup of coffee, head on over to patreon.com slash cord killers to uh, pay for us. It'd be great. Yeah. You're, you're out there. Some of you paying nothing and getting permanent access across all platforms. We'll leave it up to you. Do you think that's fair? Patreon.com slash cord killers. Let's talk about how to watch. It's kind of dark. <laughs>
<laughs> a uh, couple shakeups that indicate the future of major studios is now in the hands of streaming folks happened over the last week. Uh, get used to this buzzword, direct to consumer. That is what all the companies are talking about when they talk about handing over the reins to their streaming folks. Uh, NBCU announced Thursday that Mark Lazarus, chairman of the television and streaming units, is now in charge as Paul Telegdi, head of NBC Entertainment, is out the door following some behavioral allegations. Uh, but NBC is consolidating. All these companies are consolidating broadcast cable and streaming into one organization with an emphasis on direct to consumer. A more dramatic shift is even happening at Warner Media, where former Hulu CEO Jason Killar is now the CEO of Warner Media. He ousted industry vet and chairman of Warner Media Entertainment, Robert Greenblatt, and the man who oversaw the creation of HBO Max, Chief Content Officer Kevin Riley. They had further layoffs Monday. More executives hit the pavement as well. Film, TV, and streaming studios are now consolidated under Ann Sarnoff at Warner Media. HBO Max GM Andy Forsell will now head the newly created HBO Max business unit. And Jason Kalar said, quote, we're laser focusing on HBO Max and lifting it up in the organization. In a memo on these changes, Kalar told employees that they were emphasizing shifting from being wholesale oriented, which means we make movies and TV shows and sell them to other people, to consumer oriented, putting a premium on direct to consumer and going global. Uh, so talking about taking more of their content. Kalar also told Bloomberg that Amazon is going to need to change their mind. You talk tough. It's on Fire TV. They're not going to sell as many Fire TVs if they don't have HBO Max on it. At least not exactly in those words, but that was his message there. So Kalar talking some tough negotiations with Amazon, consolidating the streaming, NBCU, consolidating the streaming. I mean, streaming streaming has won, Brian. Street, direct to consumer is taking over all of these companies' organizations. Not only that, but like HBO Max, I think has been the right direction for everything. And and, and I'm really surprised by, to hear myself say that. I think HBO Max has essentially uh, navigated that stone needle perfectly well. In a world where HBO was having so many different names that essentially HBO meant nothing, uh, adding a fourth name to HBO, you know, HBO East, HBO West, H HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO After Dark, what, signature what, HBO Latino, right? HBO, right yeah. Exactly. Like, 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 um, they seem to be making the right play of just collapsing everything into two flavors. There's HBO, HBO Max, and uh, uh, as much as I've been outspoken on hating on HBO Max, I, th I think they're doing it right. And I think the only reason they have HBO is because they don't have a choice because of Peacock and, uh, well, excuse me, uh, not Peacock, sorry, because of Amazon and, and Roku. Uh, otherwise, it would be all HBO Max. I think they're they kind of forced to hang on to this last remaining part uh, unless, because all the cable companies, right, have agreed to do a HBO Max. It's just these two holdouts that are keeping keeping hbo uh, uh, around right and i uh yeah i think once that once that's it'll be solved this year i think once that's solved it'll just so, be hbo max from here on out do do you think we ended up with uh hbo max being the only game in town as far as an hbo yeah. Media, yeah. You mean? yeah yeah 
So DC Universe today uh, got rid of its annual plan. I don't know if that means anything or not. It may just mean they need to maximize revenue. But, uh, you know, they have a few of those outliers still going. I'm curious, though, if we're going to see a, a specialty streaming services on the side. But beyond that, I think essentially you're right. HBO Max is going to be the Warner Media thing. Peacock is going to be the NBC Universal thing. Disney Plus and Hulu will be the two Disney things, one for adult uh, and one for kids. And then Star is their global brand. Like we are seeing the brands shift from, oh, we're a studio with movies and TV channels to we're a studio with a streaming outlet direct to consumer like that. That is what is happening now. And I think that's going to inform your choices in the future uh, is that you will choose which of the big companies channels you want to subscribe to from time to time. You'll cancel some, you'll, you'll subscribe to others as, as content comes and goes, but essentially you'll have Viacom, CBS, Warner media, uh, Peacock, um, uh, uh, uh who am I missing here? Uh, uh, Disney. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there will just be a small set. Uh, all the people complaining about streaming fatigue are going to be meaning that everything's in the hands of like five companies in the future. That's my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> which, I, I, which I, I, I suppose it's, I don't know. It's so weird that it's like the exact thing that we complained about that caused us to start the show is now the thing we're craving to get back to normalcy. I'm not. I'm really not. I think you all like if you stop the show today, you've you've won. You've got it. And now people can <laughs> people can cancel as at will. You can watch lower decks and then cancel it for a few weeks until Picard comes back. Or you you know you you can jump into Warner Media and watch and watch whatever their latest thing is. And, and like we we got what we asked for. We, you know, it's a, it's in a different look, but we, we have customized channels now or things that we can subscribe to at will. We, we won. I can leave now. So, you, so we have to change the name of the show to cord killed. <laughs> yeah, Past tense. exactly. Cord killed. I want a percentage of that, by the way. Either that or the <laughs> twilight zone. Like, like, uh, it's like <laughs> everything's backwards. And a real quick note, uh, you'll be able to watch some Apple TV Plus content if you ever fly again. Uh, American Airlines is offering select Apple TV Plus content on its in-flight video service. Not a huge surprise if you've been following this sort of thing. Apple Music has been available on American Airlines. You've seen Hulu stuff, Netflix stuff. Uh, it's another way to monetize your content and uh, good for Apple that they're finding another way to monetize the content they're making. Too bad for them. It happened when everyone stopped flying, but I'm sure they're still getting paid. Let's talk about what to watch in Under Surveillance. Tenet has release dates, many of them. Uh, <laughs> several markets will get the movie August 26th, like literally dozens of markets. If you're in a country in you know Europe or anywhere in the world that isn't China or the US, uh, go look it up. You're probably getting it August 26th. China gets Tenet September 4th. And select U.S. cities, that is cities where theaters are open, uh, will be able to see it September 3rd. Uh, the predecessor to this is that Nolan's Interstellar uh, just set the single day box office record uh, hot, since the reopening. Anyway, hell's yeah, dude, back to normal. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it, people. 
Uh, meanwhile, hat tip to Merrill Barr for uh, alerting us to this one. Deadline sources say Nickelodeon is finalizing a deal for the uh, Patrick Star show, uh, a spinoff of the SpongeBob SquarePants character from the Deadline article. Uh, the Patrick Star show is now in the vein of the Larry Sanders show in Comedy Bang Bang with Patrick hosting his own late night talk show. So a Larry Sanders show set in the world of SpongeBob SquarePants hosted by Patrick Starr. <laughs> it isn't, doesn't, doesn't Elmo do something like this on, on uh, HBO Max? Am, am I saying the right character? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I had forgotten yeah. all about that. Yeah. Yeah, one of, yeah, Elmo or somebody d- does a late, a late night show on, on uh, HBO Max. Which yeah, the, kind of, uh, kind the of cool. Not Too Late Show. I, I believe that's it. what okay. it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's yeah, president for time this. for bedtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Comedy Central announced that it will bring out new episodes of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, Marvel Studios and Fox Animation vet Grant Gish is coming on board as head of adult animation at Viacom CBS. The new Ren and Stimpy will not involve creator John Crick Felucci. Oh. Okay. No, no Ren yeah. and Stimpy fans? Not really. Eh, it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it's log. Everyone loves a log. All right. Um, Fargo season four is back on the schedule with back-to-back episodes premiering September 27th on FX. The season was supposed to premiere in April, but production wasn't quite finished and it had to be delayed. Season four is set in Kansas City, as you may recall, and stars Chris Rock. I've never seen Fargo at all. Is it? Is it oh good? Oh my God, it's so great. <laughs> It's amazing. Is it? Okay. Yeah. No, I have no idea what it's about. It. Okay. All right. It's better than bad. It's good. <laughs> uh, no, so we're, no, we're not excited that it's coming no, back. No, I'm coming... super excited. Are you kidding me? With Chris Rock? <laughs> Yay. Dude, it's going to be great. <laughs> I like Chris Rock. Uh, and NBC Universal has a deal with Warner Media locking up rights to Harry Potter, both for Universal theme parks, but also for television. Warner carved out a three-month exception to get the movies on HBO Max at launch, but they will be leaving that service August 25th and heading to Peacock in October. Right. I'm confused. Um, Who owns them? Uh, Warner. J.K. Rowling. Warner. Okay. Well, yes. Well, yeah, the, J.K. Rowling, yeah. really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he who shall not be named. And he he named him. So uh, yeah, it's too late. so yeah. this is that change of we're going to go from warehouse from a from a wholesale operator to a direct to consumer, right? This is the old school. They signed this deal before they decided to become direct to consumer, and we're like, yeah, well, yeah Harry Potter will uh, will license it out to NBC, and then they can run it on Sci Fi Channel, etc. Uh, everybody's bringing their stuff back in house, and until that all is done. Uh, you're not going to see things stay on services because they've got these old deals that they have to work out. And you know, I mean, hat tip to, to Warner for even being able to get three months back out of that that NBC deal because that that NBC deal had already been signed when they decided to launch HBO Max. Do you think we're seeing like 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 the end of of of, of these kind of 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 uh, sharing deals? So like like where is everybody going to you know take whatever their property is and and try to create an independent vertical from now on? Yes. It'd be less I confusing. Do. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think that's going to be the idea. And certainly new stuff that's made is going to be locked up to the platform it was made for, uh, for the most part. CBS is not following this. CBS is taking its catalog and saying, anybody can have Cheers. Anybody can have Family Ties. Anybody can have Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, so they're, we'll see if they stick to that. Uh, where they're like, we make more money if we just license it to everybody with no exclusives. There may be some catalog stuff that is like that. Uh, and these deals are long. Uh, so it's not going to happen overnight. You're still going to see these, oh, it was on the service and then it fell off the service because this Harry Potter deal with NBCU was put in place in 2018 and lasted until 2025. Wow. Wow. That's a long time. All right, we got a few more notes. Uh, CBS is bringing the Late Show with Stephen Colbert and the Late Late Show with James Corden back to their respective studios this week with no audience, but back in the studio instead of being done from home. Uh, Raised by Wolves, a horror-ish series about androids from Ridley Scott has a trailer out coming to HBO Max September 3rd. Bill and Ted Face the Music uh, still getting moved around. The movie will still come out on demand and in theaters at the same time, but the date has now been moved slightly earlier to August 28th. Hulu canceled the TV series High Fidelity based on the film and novel, but starring Zoe Kravitz. Peacock issued an eight-episode order for a MacGruber series starring Will Forte, and Will Forte on Twitter said, MacGruber, coming to the cock. And everyone tweeted at Cord Killers that he wrote that. Uh, Peacock <laughs> will also launch two new weekly talk programs, including a sketch-oriented series called The Amber Ruffin Show and an interview-focused series from Larry Wilmore. Both those will launch in September. And an episode of Blackish that ABC polled over creative differences with creator Kenya Barris is now available on Hulu. The episode had originally been scheduled as the 13th episode of season four in February 2018. You can now find it as episode 99 of season four on Hulu. Okay, good. I wonder what happened to that one. Yeah, I'm really curious to watch that. Uh, Apparently it's a a bedtime story that's being told to Devante about the current, well, the current in 2018 political situation. So, gotcha. how much of that uh, lost treasure do you think is gonna come out over the next few years? Like, Like where people realize like, it's like, well, we shot the thing and we decided not to show it, but I mean, we have it and here it is. Oh, it's I can one thing that. to show it on broadcast TV, <laughs> but yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of that because there's nothing. Remember, there, how, how long has production been halted? I think we're going to see a lot of bonus unseen content to try to fill the fill the coffers a little bit. So I'm kind of excited to see some of these some of these new things. Yeah, yeah. And and, and mm-hmm. maybe even less controversial than this in, in some cases, like yeah. like stuff that was edited and never aired uh, because show got canceled or, or, you know, something just didn't work. Maybe it was unfinished. Uh, who knows? But yeah, I, I think that'll be interesting. All right. Let's talk about what we've had our eyes on Lamar. What have you been watching? So uh, I got a chance to see Star Trek, Star Trek Lower Decks episode one. If episode two has come out yet, I've been busy. Haven't seen it. Um, I know you are going to talk about it and in, in later, but I liked it because it definitely had that Rick and Morty feel because you know obviously the and I also watched Solar Opposites that was actually a really good good series as well so definitely saw some of that and it's just pretty fast paced and just fun like like I don't I'm a Star Trek fan right I'm just not I'm not, I'm not taking it too seriously some people are getting really upset that it has humor <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like it's not that serious and the only reason I've only seen that is because it's not part of the show. 
but I've been playing uh, the God of War game that came out of 2018. Everybody and their mama told me I better play it or else. Uh, so I sat down and finally took a week to finish it. One of the best games I ever played in my life. And so that's why I didn't watch much TV this week. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll be talking a little more yeah. about Lower Decks uh, in spoiler in time, including uh, on After Talk on our Patreon, why Brian was prevented by outside forces. Prevented. From no, you know <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just a bad person. That's so not true. <laughs> that's, like uh, That's worse. You, yeah, yeah the, the technology has failed, Brian, and there's more yes. on that uh, coming. Uh, what did you watch, Brian? Uh, you know what? We ended up watching uh, Contact, the uh, Jodie Foster movie based on, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Carl Sagan? Yes, that's the one. Uh, 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 holds up 50%. There's half of it, like like the, the scientific principles, the fundamentals, all hold up. But then there's like... It's really late '90s in in other regards, uh, but 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 in general, positive positive experience. Okay, so so maybe a little dated, but but mostly holds up. Sounds like yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm very excited that season two of New Legends of Monkey is out on Netflix. Uh, just premiered this this weekend. Uh, it is a a revival of a Chinese television show that was very popular in Australia. So an Australian production of the revival is happening with a, a kind of a worldwide cast. Uh, and it's based very loosely on the, uh, the ancient legends of the monkey King. Uh, it's mostly kind of a, a, a silly wuxia uh, martial arts uh, kind of take uh, on that. And it's super fun and I enjoy hmm. it. So if you want like fun, silly, martial artsy stuff, uh, check out New Legends of Monkey. And if you enjoyed season one, season two is out. You can enjoy it now. All right. All right. Bryce, what should we be on the lookout for? Hey, first off, we got a little bit of an alert here. So uh, like Tom and Brian had mentioned, we're going to have a nerd fight on Spoiler in Time this week. Star Trek Lower Decks, the first episode of that, and the first episode of Disney Gallery, colon, The Mandalorian. Uh, both of those are we'll be talking about on Spoiler in Time this week. One of them will survive, and the other will be replaced with Lovecraft Country coming to HBO this Sunday. So uh, check Ooh. those out. Email. We also got an email from Paolo. Paolo writes, hey, killers. I just wanted to point out a wonderful Netflix documentary that we watched last night called The Speed Cubers, and it's about the competitive Rubik's Cube solving world. In reality, though, it's a heartwarming story about two friends and a family finding ways to overcome the obstacles of raising a child on the autism spectrum. It's also a quick watch at only about 40 minutes. Thank you for reading, Paolo DLR. Thank you, Paolo. I've heard a ton of great stuff about this. I haven't seen it yet. I also didn't know it was that short. Uh, I think it's I think that's really great, though. I, I would rather have a 40 minute documentary uh, that stays 40 minutes than maybe gets expanded to feature length. Uh, so that's cool. That's called The Speed Cubers. That's streaming now on Netflix. If you've got something we should be on the lookout for, email us to our email address, cord, cordkillers at gmail.com. You know, when you said that we were having Star Trek versus Star Wars and the loser would be replaced by Lovecraft Country, it made me realize that the winner of Star Trek versus Star Wars is the old ones. No, it's us, the consumers. We're the ones. The people who are met along the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian, tell us what's going on with your world. Uh, oh, dude, we're, uh, we're doing uh, uh, Monorogue Mystery Jackpots over at scamstuff.com. If, 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 if you have 50 bucks and you want to just get uh, 10 
plus items and you don't want to know what they are, but you do want to have the confidence of a money back guarantee, head on over to scamstuff.com. That's it. And don't forget, if you're buying a PC, go to doghousesystems.com slash V slash rogue. You get a free solid state drive and you help us out of the debt of gratitude that we owe to Doghouse Systems for providing the machinery upon which this very show runs. Again, that's doghousesystems.com slash V slash rogue. Let's move on to the front lines. Front lines. AMC Theaters has seen the light. On its earnings call, AMC Theaters, well, you tell me, AMC Theaters (laughs) clarified that the 17-day window for Universal Films they agreed to doesn't mean they'll get all spiteful and stop playing movies in theaters, even if they are made available on demand exactly at 17 days. Also, AMC said it's going to get a cut of every rental, no matter where the rental happenings, because it knows that streaming is the future. In some good news for theaters in general, Gower Street Analytics estimates cinemas representing 48% of the potential global box office were open last weekend. So we're almost to that halfway point. And uh, more innovative programs are on the way, including Alamo Draft House in Austin and a couple other locations, letting you rent one of their auditoriums for up to 30 friends for 150 bucks to watch a movie of your choosing from a list of 40 options, but still, you get to pick which one. That is freaking awesome. Also, an era has ended. Since the Paramount Consent Decree of 1948, the big five movie studios of the time haven't owned theaters and have been limited in something called block booking, which lets a studio force a theater to take a smaller movie in in order to get a larger movie. Uh, District Judge Annalisa Torres found, quote, that the termination of the, the decrees in the Disney, uh, sorry, is in the Disney or is, is in the is, public interest. Sorry, is in the public interest. Uh, not all studios were uh, subject to the decree. Uh, Lionsgate and Disney were not part of the Big Five, for instance, and didn't have to comply. Uh, but now any studio is free to buy a theater. So all of you run out buy theaters. Uh, however, they were likely uh, more likely to take advantage of the. Uh, the end of the fr- uh, restrictions against block booking, which will end after a two-year sunset period. So basically, the thing I predicted last week totally coming true. I was right, and I should feel smart. Victory lap, Brian Brushwood. Yeah, you yeah. were asking about this, and I was like, yeah, we haven't really heard anything. Boom, it's over. No more consent decree. No. Yep. There you go. Uh, Viacom CBS announced it will launch global streaming video on demand service in 2021, featuring originals from CBS All Access and Showtime, as well as including a supersized selection of content from CBS, MTV, Comedy Central, Paramount Films, and more. This is international, not domestic. So it'll roll out in Australia, Latin America, and the Nordic countries with more international markets to follow. CBS All Access in the U.S., is also expected to get a new name and revamp, but we don't have any more news on that. U.S. streaming and video sales for CBS rose 25% on the year this quarter. Pluto TV's domestic monthly active users rose 61%. So that acquisition has turned out to do well. And uh, one name is likely off the table for the new CBS All Access streaming service name. CBS launched an ad platform for buying digital ads called IQ, E-Y-E-Q. IQ's not a bad name. It should have been. I mean, I guess they could still use it. I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down with that. Uh, Quibi finally decided to launch a free ad-supported tier to its video service. We talked about this in New Zealand and Australia. Paid subscribers will see their fee drop from $12.99 to $6.99. So they did it. They launched a free ad-supported tier, but just only in Australia and New Zealand. So good for you, Australia and New Zealanders. Enjoy your free Quibi. I'm sure you will. What's Quibi? That seems like the right way to test stuff out right i guess i mean do you need to test well i mean it's it, it's better than admitting that you did everything wrong true yeah good point uh roku says they haven't done anything wrong streaming hours on its devices uh rose 65 percent on the year it added 3.2 million incremental active accounts to reach 43 million total ad revenue bucked the trend rising 46%. Everybody else has been down with ads, not Roku. As far as disputes with HBO Max and Peacock, Roku CEO Anthony Wood said they're working toward a win-win scenario. And in fact, pointed at their sister Disney Plus and said, why can't you be more like her? He pointed out Comscore says Roku is the number one device by hours streamed for Disney Plus subscribers. And they came to a very equitable arrangement with Disney Plus. And finally, Disney giveth and Disney taketh away. They giveth you a $1 a month price point, uh, or price rise on ESPN Plus for their new subscribers. Uh, existing subscribers will stay at their current rate for at least a year. Ah, uh, but Disney taketh away. About 70% off your Hulu bill. Uh, uh, if you buy the ad-supported version for a year in advance, it costs uh, 60 bucks basically, uh, but the equivalent of, of about two months free. Oh. I want the no ad one to be yearly. This isn't fair. Uh, you know, I pay for the no ad it. one. <laughs> Do, They're just going to see. I'm pouting over here. <laughs> I know. Me I too. want two months free. <laughs> I want a bundle. All right, let's get to the dispatches from the front. Ah, frequent emailer David Pick in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin says, hope all is well with everyone. Thought I'd give a brief update on two services out of four I still subscribe to that I have unsubscribed from. So I guess he's down to two now. Uh, The two (laughs) I've canceled are CBS All Access commercial free through Amazon Prime and YouTube TV. Those two purged has freed up $75 a month for me. I most likely will resubscribe to CBS by November. The four I still subscribe to, oh, okay, so he still has four, are Amazon Prime, Hulu, ad-free tier, HBO Max through Hulu, and Netflix. Possible services I'm considering trying are Apple TV+, Disney+, and YouTube Premium, but I haven't done so yet. David is taking advantage of the modern world in which we live in that we didn't have before. Before, it was all or nothing. Now you've got choices and you can add things, take them away. I like this. Thank you, David, for keeping us up to date. I mean, not yeah. only that, but you could change your mind last minute. Yeah. Uh, Keith writes in saying uh, he installed the, the Peacock app upon release and was curious, but didn't play around with it because there was a lot to, to <laughs> so sorry, I'm trying to, there was a lot to the cock and he wasn't sure what part to attack. Uh, last night, okay. he introduced his wife to the cock. <laughs> As as they utilized streaming channels and the commercials were minimal, which was way easy to handle. I, I feel like he's playing the game with us. Uh, this morning, to his dismay, he woke up with his wife playing with the cock and really liking it. Uh, uh, keep in mind, this is the free cock, and we have let 
yet to play with it at the same time. Like, I, I, I get, uh, sorry, sorry, stop it, stop it, cutting it off, cutting it off. Thank you, Keith. What, he's just, he's just shortening the name Peacock I, the way uh, yes. Will Forte did on Twitter earlier today. Okay, it's fine, it's fine. I'm glad it's to say goodbye to guest part. <laughs> Thanks, Lamar. Aren't you glad you joined us? We're glad. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I am thrilled to have been here. <laughs> to, to, have, to hear Brian have to struggle through that reading. Of, Would you of, call of that, that story cockamamie? In all forms, yes. Ha! But you won't, give me to, you won't give me to say it. That's not going to be a soundbite <laughs> you're going to have for me. Man, it's so good <laughs> to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, where can folks find Absolutely. more of what you're doing these days? Yeah, so uh, one of my sites I actually have up there is uh, youtube.com slash Lamar Wilson. However, I am doing a new series on uh, my Instagram, instagram.com slash Lamar Wilson. Didn't tell you about that, but uh, it will eventually be ported over, but it's kind of a reaction type of uh, thing. One to two minutes about different products that are coming out. For instance, I talked about a $300 toaster today. That Why would somebody buy that? And so I rant about that. And so you want to check that out, that's on my Instagram. And I'll be doing a bunch of those over the coming months. Oh yeah, man. Go check it out. New, new Lamar Wilson yeah. stuff uh, over on Instagram. Yeah. It's just Lamar Wilson. Just search for Lamar Wilson, right? That's all you have to search for. Yeah. With two hours. Thank you. Excellent. Our website is cordkillers.com. Our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com. We're live on twitch.tv slash night attack. Also carried on diamondclub.tv Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. See you again next time. Hey, Tom Merritt. Yes, Brian Brushwood. Know who I love even more than my own children? Your other children? No, not my wife. I know what you're saying. I love our $5 patrons. These are the people that keep us live and independent. Thank you so much, $5 patrons. You know what? I love them more than not life itself, because then I'd be dead and I couldn't appreciate them, but really, really, really close. And I'm so thankful that they are here to make this show happen. Thank you so much to all of our $5 a month patrons. You guys are wizards. You're champions. Thank you, everyone. You're heroes. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>